dismantle his rifle, ignoring the sudden trembling of his muscles as he replaced the pieces in their case. His sexy Tango 51 with dual palm swells and beaver tail had cost him nearly $5,000, but it had been worth every penny. Chapter 1 Yo, Rachel, I'm gonna grab a java. You want anything? Rachel Garrett straightened and wiped the back of her gloved hand across her forehead. She had been bouncing between the chills and fever since arriving at work two hours earlier. At the moment, she was in a hot phase. Sweat was gathering across her back and along her scalp. She was obviously coming down with something nasty. Her gaze slid to the clock on the wall. Almost one. Two hours down, six to go. She almost groaned. Six more hours. The way this flu bug was coming on, it was doubtful she'd last half of that. Hey, you feeling all right, Rach? You look like hell. Rachel grimaced as her assistant moved to her side and felt her forehead. Like hell? Men could be so tactful. Cold, clammy. He frowned and asked, Fever and chills? I'm fine. Rachel pushed his hand away with embarrassed irritation, then reached into her pocket for some change. Okay, Tony, maybe you could get me some juice or something. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Rachel stilled at his dry words, suddenly realizing she had pushed her smock aside and shoved her hand into her pants pocket without removing her bloody rubber glove first. Great. Maybe you should... I'm fine, she said again. I'll be fine. Just go on. Tony hesitated, then shrugged. Okay, but you might want to maybe sit down or something till I get back. Rachel ignored the suggestion and turned back to her cadaver as Tony left. He was a nice guy. A little weird, maybe. For instance, he insisted on talking like a good fellow from the Bronx when he had been born, raised, and never left Toronto. He also wasn't Italian. Tony wasn't even his real name. The name he'd been given at birth was Theodosius Schweinberger. Rachel had complete sympathy with the name change, but she didn't understand how the bad accent came with it. Incoming! Rachel glanced at the open door to the main room of the morgue. Setting down her scalpel, she stripped the rubber glove from her right hand and walked out to meet the men propelling a gurney inside. Dale and Fred. Nice guys. A couple of EMTs whom she rarely saw. They generally delivered their clientele to the hospital, alive. Of course, some died after arrival, but it was usually after these two had already been and gone. This patient must have died in transit. Hi, Rachel. You're looking... good. She crossed the room to join them, politely ignoring Dale's hesitation. Tony had made it more than plain how she looked. What have we here? Dale handed her a clipboard with various sheets of paper. Gunshot wound. Thought we got a beat before transporting from the scene, but might have been wrong. For the record, he died in transit. Doc Weston pronounced him gone when we got here and asked us to bring him down. They'll want an autopsy, bullet retrieval, and so on. Hmm. Rachel let the paperwork fall back into place, then moved to the end of the room to grab one of the special stainless steel gurneys used for autopsies. She rolled it back to the EMTs. Can you switch him over onto this while I sign? Sure. Thanks. Leaving them to it, she moved to the desk in the corner in search of a pen. She signed the necessary papers, then walked back as the EMTs finished shifting the body. The sheet that had covered it for the trip through the hospital was now missing. Rachel paused and stared.
The latest addition to the morgue was a handsome man, no more than thirty, with dirty blonde hair. Rachel took in his pale, chiseled features, wishing she'd seen him while he was alive and that she'd known what he looked like with his eyes open. She rarely thought of her work as having been at one time living, breathing beings. It made her job impossible if she considered that the bodies she worked on were mothers, brothers, sisters, grandfathers. But this man she couldn't ignore. She imagined him smiling and laughing, and in her mind he had silver eyes the likes of which she'd never seen. Rachel? She blinked in confusion and stared up at Dale. The fact that she was now sitting was a bit startling. The men had apparently rolled the wheeled desk chair over and urged her into it. Both EMTs were hovering over her, worry on their faces. You nearly fainted, I think, Dale said. You were swaying and all white-faced. How are you feeling? Oh.